PAC's top picks for Trump's VP revealed. South Dakota Governor Kristi Noem and entrepreneur Vivek Ramaswamy were the top picks for president in a straw poll conducted by the Conservative Political Action Conference in Washington on February 24. Conference attendees were asked to sound off on who should serve as former President Donald Trump's running mate on the Republican ticket. The extensive list of contenders featured a host of prominent Republicans and even a couple of independents. Ms. Noem and Mr. Ramaswamy each raked in 15% of the vote. Other notables on the list included Rep. Elise Stefanik, Sen. Tim Scott, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, Rep. Byron Donalds, Sen. J.D. Vance, and independent presidential candidate Robert F. Kennedy Jr. But one candidate in particular stood out for her surprising popularity, 2020 presidential candidate Tulsi Gabbard. Ms. Gabbard came in third place with 9% of the vote. A former Democrat, she walked away from the party in 2022, stating that it was under the total control of a cabal of elitist warmongers. Since then, as an independent, she has shocked the nation with her rightward shift, from joining Arizona Republican Carrie Lake on the campaign trail to defending President Trump at CAC on February 23. Her speech made me think about her differently, and I mean in a good way, Washington native Darren Moden told the Epic Times. Mr. Moten stressed that he would need to know more about Ms. Gabbard's stance on specific issues before he could back her as vice president. However, he also acknowledged that her presence on the ticket could expand President Trump's reach. And Mr. Moten was not the only attendee who experienced a change of heart with Ms. Gabbard. John Lysenring of Arlington, Virginia, said he'd originally been leaning towards South Dakota Governor Kristi Noem and Representative Elise Stefanik. But after watching Ms. Gabbard's CAC speech, he said he was impressed by her statesmanlike quality. Another notable result from the poll was where South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley finished. Though she is still holding out hope for her presidential campaign, PAC attendees seemed less enthusiastic about her appearance on the GOP ticket in any form. With just 2% of the vote, she tied for last place with Mr. Vance. Primary drags on. The polls' results were announced just a few hours before the polls were set to close in South Carolina's pivotal Republican presidential primary. Ms. Haley has promised to stay in the race no matter what Palmetto State Republicans decide. Still, the optics of a loss in a state she used to run would speak volumes to voters across the country. Historically, in presidential politics, when you lose your home state, it's time to stay home and not go on, Republican strategist David Polyansky told ABC News on February 23. Mr. Polyansky served as Mr. DeSantis's deputy campaign manager until he dropped out of the presidential race last month. In the strategist's view, a South Carolina loss would tremendously hurt Ms. Haley's political future. Her image overall with Republicans is actually fairly dismal and diminishing by the day, he said. Her only hope for success in South Carolina, he added, is to convince Democrats and independents to back her in the open primary. And if she continues to make the arguments that Joe Biden and Democrats are making against Donald Trump, her image is only going to sour. And after losing her home state, not only is it going to sour, it's going to be taking her on a negative long-term trajectory for her brand. Ms. Haley has increasingly attacked President Trump over his age, arguing that he is too old, at this point, to be president.
At 77, the former president is just four years younger than President Joe Biden, who has faced his share of bipartisan criticism over his age and mental acuity. But as far as Trump supporter Barbara Berg is concerned, age is just a number. Yes, older. Yes, he's almost Joe Biden's age. But his intellect is still strong. His mind is strong, Ms. Berg told the Epic Times on February 22. That view has been echoed by President Trump himself, who maintains that President Biden is not too old to lead the country, just grossly incompetent. I have friends, Bernie Marcus, that are in their 90s, and they're sharp as a tack, he told SiriusXM's The Megyn Kelly Show in September. They're just, I mean, I would say just about what they used to be. No, not old. Incompetent. The math is challenging. Despite Ms. Haley's attacks, the Trump campaign has appeared unconcerned with the former UN ambassador as of late, opting instead to focus on the general election in November. The primary ends tonight, and it is time to turn to the general election so we can defeat Crooked Joe and end his assault on the American people, said Stephen Chung, Trump campaign spokesman, ahead of the former president's PAC speech. His comments followed Trump campaign press secretary Caroline Levitt's prediction of a big loss for Ms. Haley in South Carolina. At this point, it really is mathematically impossible for Nikki Haley to catch up, she told Fox Business on February 23. And Ms. Haley's campaign has acknowledged as much. On a press call earlier that day, Haley campaign manager Betsy Ankeny admitted that the math is challenging for her candidate. But this has never just been about who can win a Republican primary. This battle is about who can win in November, defeat the Democrats, and finally get our country back on track, Ms. Ankeny said. She suggested that the GOP's recent election disappointments, such as the loss of ousted Representative George Santos's seat to Democrat Tom Suozzi, were a direct result of President Trump's influence over the party. And those who think he can beat President Biden in November, she said, are fooling themselves. How is Trump going to win a general election when all the polls and all the history and all the antics indicate that he clearly cannot? Ms. Ankeny asked. So again, we know the odds here, but this is about winning a general election, and that's what we're focused on.